Hi, I'm Dave Baker. We're here at Meltdown Comics in Hollywood, California, and this is episode four of It's Pronounced Zine. Today, I'm going to be talking with my my good old buddy, old chum, old pal, Ellen Bay, a.k.a. Bacon Bits. You can find her on the internet at ellenmariebay.com. I am super jazzed about the zines that she makes. Uh, we talk about her telephone zine in this episode. We also talk about um, friendship and caring and making things and drawlings. All kinds of good stuff. Uh, it's a really good conversation. I'm really excited that I had it with her. And most of all, I'm just excited I'm friends with her because she's dope as fuck. Here comes Dave Baker with the show Talking about paper publications you should know Authors and photographers that are fresh on the scene Don't be getting twisted Twisted It's pronounced Z Zing, zing, zing Zing, zing. So how does, this, how does this work? Do you just start whenever? Yeah, we just kind of okay. roll into it, you know okay. um, Which probably would be right now Where okay. I say something along the lines of Ellen Bay, a.k.a. Bacon Bits. A.k.a. A.k.a. Um, my dear friend, a.k.a. person who's very talented. How did you get into making zines? How did I get into making zines? Um, I first saw a zine maybe like when I was younger, but it didn't occur to me until like a few years ago. And I think um, the zine that I saw that made me realize that was Daisy. You know, Daisy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. She made it. But for the people who don't know. For the people who don't know, uh, she's one of my dear friends that I met in Long Beach and she's a Korean-American woman as I uh, am I. <laughs> and she wrote a really great zine just filled with her own poetry. And the one that got to me the most was um, her. she wrote a poem about her dad who had recently passed away and it was titled Appa, which is dad in Korean and that just kind of got to me. I was like, what is this? Because it was so powerful because it was printed and it was in my hands and she doesn't really talk about, you know, that kind of stuff, but it was mm-hmm. a place where she could feel safe and release it and express herself and I thought that was really cool. And, um, and then I started making zines when I was like in my last year of the BFA program at Cal State Long Beach mm-hmm. and it just kind of... What was the first zine you made? Was, was it the cat one? Was it the yeah, Dorian one? Yeah. yeah. I made a comic about how I got my cat. And his name is Dorian Gray. <laughs> that's actually gray. the first That's the first thing I saw of yours. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Nicole showed it to me. She, I think we were making, I think we were, it was before we had made any books. It was when we were both making the webcomic, Action Hospital. Oh, okay. And she, I was, I don't remember why, probably because I was just scouring the internet for people to make stuff with. And she was like, <laughs> you know, Ellen? <laughs> oh, who, what, who? And then she was like, here, look at this, look at this mini comic. It's like about a cat. I think you'd like it. And I was like, oh, this You're bitch like, could draw. <laughs> you ripped it up in shreds. <laughs> no, no, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Six. I liked it a lot. Uh, uh, what was the experience like of making uh, your first zine? That was tight because I had this cool um, instructor named Gary Musgrave, and he was really into... Um, all of us doing everything, you know, DIY, and uh, he had the dudes that um, never press print it for us. The uh, yeah, I remember it being yeah. real, real nice printed. Yeah, real nice printed? Really comic. nicely printed, Jesus. Really nice. Real nice printed. Real nice. Real nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, but I remember it being very, very well put together. Yeah, it, it was... It was a lesson in, you know, production and color separation, and for me, since I wanted to do, like, you know... Um, a sequential story it was kind of forcing me to 
do comics in a really like forced manner, I guess. I don't know. Um, what, what do you mean by forced? Because uh, I've never really made a comic before, like the boxes and the text and like having it flow in a way that makes sense, you know, sure. across, you know, what is it, eight pages, mm-hmm. not including the front and yeah. back side of it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, that was... How long did it take you to make? Did you make it specifically for a class? It was for a class, yeah. yeah. Um, but then after that, it was all like personal stuff. Mm. Um, honestly, I can't remember how long it took. Class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, anything Rizzo takes yeah. takes a minute. Yeah. Um, when when did you start making the butts, butt zines? The butts? Uh, it was LA Zine Fest 2015 um, on Tran, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Pummel Cake, <laughs> a.k.a. something. Something else. Something else. I don't I, know. We're not witty. Yeah. <laughs> Um, she and I, uh, we were just joking around one day and then, uh, we just were being stupid and just had a bunch of butt puns. Um, and we're like, hey, we should do something with this as all projects. As all, all project yeah, starters. All, you know, yeah. what if, like, what if we just, you know, put it all together and, uh, drew some stupid shit and that's pretty much what happened. So um, for somebody who hasn't seen it, uh, could you describe the, what's um, it called? The Encyclopedia Botanica? Yeah, Encyclopedia Botanica, and um, I think all the covers have some kind of variation of a butterfly on it, maybe. Um, and they have, like, butts on it. Anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, it's mostly just one-page kind of punny drawings that Ana and I made. A lot of mine are really, like, um, Really dumb, like Pizza Butt, and it's a Pizza Hut logo with a butt. Um, Jabba the Butt has a butt. <laughs> there's also Butthead, right? There's, yeah, there's, there's a there's butthead, butthead from Beavis and Butthead yeah. who is just, his face is it's a just, butt. Yeah, his face is just a butt. There's, I took the Budweiser logo and turned it into Buttweiser, and then it says the King of Rears, and then... Um, the King of Rears. Yeah, and then uh, the logo has a crown, and then I kind of incorporated a butt shape into it. <laughs> she has a lot of good ones, too, that are kind of more, like, gross, that are, like, sexual-related, and I don't understand it. Like, there's rosebuds. Okay. She, she drew roses in like a windsock and I don't know stuff like that. I just like I don't know what the fuck that is. But um, yeah, she has re- she has really great drawings that like a bunch of um, they're more like nonsensical. They're like these butt people that have faces for butts and they're just um, eating breakfast together. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, she's brilliant. <laughs> Uh, There's three volumes. Thank you. That was my next question. Is how many <laughs> volumes are there? Where yeah. can, can people find it on the interwebs? On the interwebs, um, yeah, I have a big cartel. Which is? Uh, bacon bits. That's my at <laughs> at bigcartel.com. I don't know. <laughs> Which would be baconbits.bigcartel.com. Yes. Yeah. 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 And I sell my other zines and stuff on there too. And yeah, Nicole and I, and I mm-hmm. split a big cartel. And are you happy with them? Do you like them as a service? Uh, I think yeah, I could be, but I'm cheap, and I only have five items up there at a time. But um, that's how. That's why I don't think yeah, it's a good service. It's, it's, Not to talk shit about the. Yeah. <laughs> but also, I feel like that's part of one of the reasons why this podcast exists is so that people who are trying to get into making stuff mm-hmm. have can basically have eavesdrop on conversations yeah. between people that already do. Yeah. Um, on that note, uh, Society6, have you ever used that? I have not used Society6. Okay. I have, and it hasn't really... It's been terrible? Yeah. It's not... If if you have 
things can that can go on a lot of different products, and you have the time to make the files, you know, yeah. suit everything. Um, and you have a lot of self-promotional kind of savvy, then yeah, it can work. But I feel like people... I feel like, yeah. and this is just a stereotype, yeah. but I feel like Society6 works well for people who make, like, fan art. Fan art, yeah. Fan art and, like, pattern-based stuff does mm. well on there. But, mm-hmm. um... Yeah, yeah, fan art of, like, things like Wes Anderson movies and things like Ugh, that, you know? <laughs> fuck that noise. I mean, Dave, look, if that's, if you, that's what you're calling in life is, is to make fucking... Fucking Owen Wilson's character from the Royal Tenenbaums on a mm-hmm, T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Get it, bro. However, it's, I don't want to do know. that. I I don't know. I couldn't be happy just using other people's characters and creations to for my own. Thing. I don't. I mean, I do it every now and again. Like I've got yeah. stickers based on like yeah. shitty cult movies. Oh, of course. But I don't. The, that's not what not, I want to be remembered exactly, for. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, yeah. Just going back to the big cartel thing. The mm-hmm. reason why. Uh, I don't like it is because you have to pay po- post five items you have to pay I think it's like $20 a month yeah which that's crazy to me like yeah. I mean I'm not a big name I don't sell mm-hmm. a shitload of stuff but I right. sell like you know a book or two a month yeah which probably on average over the course of a year let's say I make $15 per month right and that's you know probably not that it's probably like the month where a book comes out we'll sell like six books yeah and then we won't sell anything for the next six months (laughs) um but like the their business model of charging for having for charging creators to have more than five items is just it's it's ridiculous it's not not cool so what platform or what site do you i i don't know i think we're gonna try i think right now we have a we have a shop set up through nicole's website Mm -hmm. Um, and I think the next time we launch a big book or whatever, yeah. we'll probably direct people to mm-hmm. Nicole's site until okay. part of the, another reason is I just don't want to have a company. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't want to like, it, it is a, a company. It is a, it is a company. Like we yeah. have a business license and we do stuff together, but I, I just don't want to have to promote a separate entity. Entity. Yeah. yeah. I want it to be like her and me mm-hmm. and that's it. Unless we had a website that was davidnicole.com <laughs> or something you know what you I mean should. I guess yeah but even that then is is its own like weird like I don't know maybe I'm putting yeah. too much thought into it no, I don't know I mean you're you're mindful about how you want to be represented yeah but yeah I don't know um store envy is that what it's called yeah yeah, so yeah. I've heard good things about them I've, I have yeah. as well I have not looked into them yeah. a lot though mm. um how when you uh print books well actually before we go into more detail about mm-hmm. business side of things uh what's the what's the most current project you put out that I put out yeah that someone else at this table was a part of ooh yeah it's called the telephone scene what is the uh, what's the high concept behind the telephone zine telephone zine is based on the I guess it's a party game of drawing telephone. It's kind of like Pictionary slash telephone uh, together. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, um, when you play it in a group of people, you're basically um, people make up phrases or a sentence or something mm-hmm. ridiculous, and then the person next to them has to draw it, and then it passes on to the next person who has to write what it is guessing based on that drawing. Um so basically, I wanted to take the concept of that or, and put it into a zine, but 
um, get a group of artists and writers to uh, switch off and um, and to kind of have it like a not like a I guess like a letter that goes from one person to, like a chain letter I don't yeah know. sort yeah, of yeah kind of uh-huh. um, so nobody met each other really but um, and a was, lot of people don't even know you yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, some yeah, a lot of your friends actually. Yeah. Um so I have a surplus of artist friends, so I had to really reach out like to you and to other people to for writers and that ended up being really cool because um I have a girl um she's living in England and she contributed and then your friend Randall and um, Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. in Vermont. No, no, West Virginia. West Virginia. Thank yeah. you. I should know that he's my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, West Virginia um, and Tony's in Boston yeah, and, and yeah. they're they had some fucking awesome stuff. I yeah, was yeah. So stoked on it, um, and a lot of people are in LA. Uh, a lot of people I I went to school with, or I know through just you know other people. Um, but yeah, it, it it ended up being really neat. Uh, it's just alternating between writer writers and artists, and I got I started it off actually. Um, I was looking at a joke, like a like one of those popsicle stick dad jokes. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the like the snapple of dad of jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the um, what did the three legged dog say when he uh, went into the bar? What did he say? I lost my paw. <laughs> or like, <laughs> or like I'm looking for my paw. I told yeah. it horribly. I should not. <laughs> allowed anyway <laughs> that's why I draw things and I don't right. write them um, so I drew uh, this really stupid little drawing and I sent it off to um, to someone to write about it and um, and then it kind of just took off from there so it's about 26 different people in the zine um, and I worked with um with Rob Brown to print it. I got Aristograph printed on like yellow paper so it looks like actual um, telephone book. Yeah, and the, um, the cover design looks like a, an old school like yeah, telephone book. Yeah, it's yeah. really, really nice. I got some help of, with a friend. Um, yeah, it, it was tight. Um, but I printed it. I mean, I didn't print it. I printed the inside pages. But um, production, as far as putting it together, I had to teach myself how to do like a perfect bound book, which is fairly easy, but it's just time consuming, especially with something so tiny. That's fucking insane to me that you perfect bound a book by hand. Yeah, it's easy. It's so fucking easy. It's how how is it easy? Because it doesn't seem easy. <laughs> it's um, you just get you just have to have a stack of papers. You have to have it already in sequence. You know. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you use a bone folder or something, or no? You so you have the the stack of papers, the pages, which is the text block. You put pressure on it, um, or you use clips, and then you just apply layers of glue, like just thin layers of glue on the spine. So it's just tedious because you're just letting each layer dry, <laughs> and then you. So you, glue. Do you so basically you have like thirty five different copies of the book, and you just go like foot 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 to like yeah. all of them. Yeah, but I didn't do them all. I probably did them batches of five or six because I had. You need a book press, but I didn't have a book press. I had a stack of fucking art books and like <laughs> dictionaries and stuff. So like it was like text block book, text block book book, text block book book book. You know. So yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Because all the weights. That know? sounds awful. I would, I would, I would never want to do yeah, that. Yeah, I'm sorry, it's boring. But no, 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 it's not boring. That's the whole point of the show. I'm saying 
as a creator, I would never yeah. want to do that. It was kind of a pain in the ass, but it's one of those things that you're like really satisfied at the end, you know? Yeah. Because I'm not a process-oriented person, so that was kind of like a kick in the ass for me. It's like appreciate your fucking books, you know? This is how it's made. You did know? you did you go into it knowing that? Were, were you setting yourself up to try and be like, this is how I'm going to take more ownership of no, the book itself? I originally wanted it to be really like simple Xerox, you know, mm-hmm. zine. Just, How did it spiral out of control? <laughs> I don't I don't know. It just I think it was once I was like, I want it to look like a telephone book. <laughs> like, <laughs> I want it to look like the motherfucking yellow pages. And um and you just get you know, you know how it is. I you do. Get, you get stuck in an idea, you're like, I have to make it happen and then you're heartbroken when it doesn't work sometimes, but yeah. it kinda worked. I think it totally worked. I also loved the fact that you took, in the zine itself, you took the medium that the artist gave you the quote-unquote content in and used that. Because normally I think people probably would have just, specifically from the writer's side, people would have just taken the words, not the fact that somebody emailed it to you or texted it to you or Facebook messaged it to you or whatever. And... uh, it was really fun to see the variations on the design because mm. it's not it's not like you bet it's it's not super complex yeah. but you left in like the Facebook chat icon or mm-hmm. like if somebody texted it to you I don't remember if there was a number but you know there what I mean there was like a screenshot someone had sent me and they had written their piece in their notes section on their iPad yeah yeah and then even for you it's um I took a screenshot of the Gmail. Like, email, right. it says, from Dave Baker to me in the date or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I wanted to keep it like that because it kind of lends itself to kind of how it flowed. And the and I wanted the the reader to know how I was receiving all of these. You yeah, because it, it, yeah. it works really well because you can feel the media, the mode of conversation mm-hmm. that's happening. Yeah. Um, I, I loved it. I thought it was Thank great. You. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Is there... Uh, is there well, your foot fell asleep? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. It's such an exhilarating interview that you're you're just every, your whole body is shutting down. <laughs> you're you're going into like fight or Shock. flight mode. Yeah, yeah. You're you're like in your prey in the mouth of a wolf. <laughs> this is me. Yeah. Oh God, zines. Oh God. <laughs> you're the wolf, David. Yeah. Well, hey, hey now, hey, hey. Mm, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. Yes. Back to being serious. <laughs> what? <laughs> you were gonna uh, ask me something. Uh, I was gonna ask you something, and now I'm just tempted to flirt with you. God damn it, Ellen! Why are you putting me in this position? I'm just here, man. <laughs> you're, you're just, you're just <laughs> here. Just... Uh, no. So when when you start projects, mm. do you have? Because you've made a bunch of zines, you've made a bunch of products. Um, yeah. Do you do you have a finished goal thing? Do you do you have something in your mind that's do you like have th- goals? No, no, be? but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, do you have a, do, in my mind this is what it's going to be, and then you strive for that, or do you kind of embrace the social entropy of making shit where it kind of evolves over the course of making it? For the most part, I let it evolve. Mm. Um, because I know if I have a certain idea in mind and if, if I'm going along with it and it doesn't, it's not going according to plan, I can't 
there's, I don't know, there's like a battle, I guess, of whether you choose to hold on to that notion or you just, you can't like fight it anymore. You just have to let it be what it wants to be, which sounds very like nebulous and, you know, but uh, I think I'm more successful that way, just letting it be and what, what kind of comes out of it, you know. Mm. Um, I... I had a project recently. I don't know if you saw that zine, but it's basically just a series of small little drawings and boxes. Mm-hmm. And um, I wanted it to be this big thing. Like, I just wanted to create a mass amount of them and do, like, a big, fat-ass zine. But it ended up being just, like, a few pages and, like, all hand-bound. And I'm like, I'm okay with this, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. Just learning to be okay with but something that you didn't necessarily set out for, but yeah. I think that's one of the really hard things about mm-hmm. starting to make stuff. I think yeah. people get so paralyzed about the yeah. potentials of things, both to be good and bad, Yeah. Um, that it's really hard to embrace the eventuality of what is as opposed to what could be. Um, Definitely. Like one of my friends is trying to do like a six-issue miniseries right now, and he's made one comic before this, and it's like... I kind of have to find a gentle way to say, maybe right. try something smaller first. Maybe do multiple standalone one issue stories. They could be in the same universe mm-hmm. or something. But like trying to shepherd a six issue, yeah, fucking book. That's just right. It's not going to happen unless you take out a loan and hire artists with a capital A. Yeah, and even then, unless your project man- and management skills are really high, yeah. like exactly, that's just biting off a fuckload to chew. It's a lot. It's a lot. And I'm not one to say, to be like, you can't do it. You no, know? no. But, but, like, but there's a difference between yeah. approaching something that's realistic and like, I'm going to go out and make Transformers 7 tomorrow. <laughs> like, no, I'm right. not. I don't have right. $250 million to blow on that. Mm-hmm. And I probably shouldn't be making that movie um, for multiple reasons. One, I don't like back pussy enough. <laughs> there's not enough thongs in the stuff that I make. If you're going to make Transformers 7, man, you have got to be super passionate about Thong. Those whale tails. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I don't give a shit about that stuff enough, man. Like, I don't know. That's that's something. That's a completely different topic, though. Uh, Let's talk about uh, let's talk about some comic stuff that you and I have made. Uh, yeah. yeah. Where is it, fool? <laughs> <laughs> oh, motherfucker! Why didn't I bring it? I texted you. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did, bitch. What? I was right like, now? Earlier, before I came here. No, what? I was like, yo, can I? What? Oh, you had texted me at 5:45 when I'd already left. Oh, motherfucker! <laughs> see, look, I didn't you. look. It's John. I didn't see it. Look. Oh, uh, motherfucker! Oh. The phone on the Damn it! I should have brought them. I didn't even think of that. So, how many do I owe you? You can come over to my house after this if you want. How, how many did I? Twenty-five. Twenty-five, I think. I think. Okay. Yeah, come over to my house after this and you can get them. Okay. Yeah. All right. Perfect. See, it was, it's all fine. Oh my god, <laughs> it's all fine. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> anyway, so, so what? Are, what is this? What are we talking about? Yeah, yeah. So no. So uh, when we were doing. Fuck off one, Nicole was like, you should ask Ellen to do a book or do a story in the back of this book. And I was like, we don't have time. Next time. (laughs) It came out. And then I think I approached you uh, when we were starting Teenage. And I was like, hey, you want to fucking do a, hey, you want to do a mini comic in the back of our book? And you were like, no, fuck you, Dave. (laughs) No, no, I'm joking. Nah, fool. (laughs) Nah, fool. I'm not trying to play that. Nah. Nah. 
Nah. Um, yeah, what was, uh, what was it like? Because before that, the comics you'd made were mostly self-written, right? Yeah, and I technically I'd only done one. It was that cat comic, mm-hmm. and that was about my life, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> uh, what was, was it like? Did you like it? Did you not I, like it? I liked it. And you can say if you didn't no, no, like no. it. I, I, don't, I don't give a shit, because no. I have the pages, and they're in the book, and they look fucking awesome. <laughs> thank you, thank you. So if we had to go through some strife to get there, I'm okay with that. No, yeah, I think um, I'm I'm hard on myself in the process, and I'm not a very, like I said, I'm not a good process-oriented person. I just like sitting down, drawing things, and finishing it. Yeah. And I think the process of making comics with you, it, it makes sense. But for me, it was really tough because it was like uh, character designs. Okay, now pencils or thumbnails. Yeah. And then now pencils, now ink, now send me the real thing. And it, like for me, it's like I just want to do it all at once, you know, which is Hey, I mean, like, look, tough. in the future... Yeah. Now, part of the reason why I did that is because you had never made exactly. comics no. to somebody else. And it totally makes sense. But I also like get that. why you would... I'm that same way. That's yeah. why I don't work with writers. <laughs> I, straight up. I hate... Yeah. I hate... I just hate it. I hate that yeah. part of it, which is why I just sit down and go, fuck it, this fuck page is going to be different than I wrote it in the script, yeah. and I don't give a fuck because I don't have to answer you anyone. you have to. Yeah. You just have to deal with it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think my problem is I hate drawing things over and over, and I think that's why I couldn't get into animation because I get bored really easily. Mm. Um, so drawing the same layout like three times essentially, mm-hmm. I was just like, I'm so over this. But there is a certain joy of doing the final Mm-hmm. seeing how it all comes together and i love like problem solving i guess in a way or sequentially kind of trying to figure out how the tone of your story is going to work with these characters i've designed so mm-hmm. that was really fun and that's what what made me say to you the other day like i'd be down for this again you know because mm-hmm. when you see it all come together it's like fuck yeah i was really <clears throat> impressed by your kind of just instinctual knowledge on the kind of language of comics where like okay you put things in panels sure you use camera angles sure but then there's also a bunch of spots in the story we did a a story about three or four girls that get locked out of the rehearsal space and it's just Mm -hmm. them kind of like bitching and moaning about the fourth it's three girls bitching and moaning about the third the fourth girl losing the keys and they're trying to get in and rehearse or whatever uh and they shoot the shit about dudes and it's nothing it's no earth not not earth shattering yeah um but I loved the way that you, in certain panels, would, like, knock out everything except for the central features of someone's yeah. face. So it would be, like, a gray panel with, like, floating eyes, nose, and mouth. <laughs> yeah. It was really, really cool. Um, and I feel like it, uh, it, is, it, it speaks to a testament um, to the fact that you underst- have just a nascent understanding of visual language because you're a fucking illustrator and you've drawn a million fucking things you know even your <laughs> sketchbooks you. are like that where it's like faces 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 butts 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 hands faces <laughs> a car a fucking walrus you know what i mean like yeah. you're very like i'm gonna now it's like <laughs> explosion yeah. of i don't know what yeah. that sound was explosion of drawing <laughs> <laughs> um, good one. uh but I, I i was really impressed when the, the final pages came in because some of that stuff wasn't in or maybe it was but i just didn't notice it as much yeah i don't know uh-huh. i don't know i really really enjoyed them though um thank you sir yeah thank you for good writing uh, meh, meh, uh-huh. meh. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know about that noise um is there uh after so now that you've made a couple of comics you made a bunch of zines 
Uh, do you think about the future in terms of in terms where, of comics? No, no, no. Uh, just in terms of making stuff. Like, oh, I want to get more into making longer zines, or I want to make a book, or I want to write a novel, or I don't know. Like, do you think about the future, or do you just kind of go with whatever the creative impulse is in the moment? Um, I'm thinking about the future. <laughs> uh, I ideally, I would like to um, do my own comic. I think my struggle is writing. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. As far as zines right now. I am getting more into like I guess photography, mm. which is kind of like way off of what I do usually. I, and I think I want to do things that are more kind of like experimental. And I think that's my main thing right now. I'm just trying to explore. So comics in that sense is kind of like a new realm for me because I'm not as well versed as some other people, sure. you know. Sure. Um, and it's uh, a lot more labor intensive, but um, I'm into it. I think I, I, I would have fun with it. Um, You've done yeah. children's books and stuff too, and yeah, all kinds I, I, of stuff. Oh, we're supposed to do one together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's not. Yeah, that's not what I meant by okay. that. But you have done. Yeah, I I did a I did a children's book for this um, app called Storybook App, and uh, it's called Stella the Martian. So a writer already wrote the story, and I just did the illustrations, and it's about a little little girl, and she lives on Mars, and she's moves back to Earth and stuff like that. So children's Children, children's books. <laughs> they're uh, they're fun. I like them, and that's one of my like um, biggest influences. You know, mm-hmm. um, so I, I don't mind that at all. I want to do more of that for sure. Was there was the creative process of making a uh, story a children's storybook uh, easier or harder or? It's harder than you would think. Um, well, drawing's really yeah. easy. You just like put it on the page, right? <laughs> you just like scribble some stuff. You just, yeah, I mean, um, comics you know. is easy too. You just draw in little boxes. It's not yeah. that big a deal. Duh. Yeah. I mean, making graphic novels is really easy. I'm just saying. <laughs> that word. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh my god. You're just blown up. It's it's uh, on. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't answer that. <laughs> Hello. Hello. What's up, girl? Um, <laughs> what were you talking about? I was, uh, which is he? Wh- how was it? Was it easy? Was it hard? Was it? Yeah. Um, was the editor that you worked with particularly hands on, or did he kind of let you do whatever you wanted? I, you know, they they were based in Georgia, so it was all through email, and he was he was pretty cool. He kind of just let me do whatever, and very like, um, really supportive and just mm-hmm. into whatever. Like I had like rough ideas for um, for the character design, and I read the script, and I had um, suggestions, and they had it revised, you know, based off of what I suggested, and that was cool, you know. I felt like like um, I was actually listened to, which was nice. Mm. Yeah, that was tight. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was all digital, which is uh, I don't really like working to- totally digital, but. Uh, you did our comic digitally, didn't you? I colored it, yeah, digitally. But oh, for some reason I thought you drew it all digitally. No. Yeah, I'm an idiot. Don't listen to me. Don't listen to I me. I don't. Good. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about how you uh, started drawing. Because I feel like everybody's answer is kind of the same, but everybody's answer is also like extremely unique in terms of... Yeah. You, it's never quite exactly what you think it is. Really? Yeah. How did you start drawing? My I feel like my answer is very, like, typical. It's, like, I don't know. 
I, I, I think as long as I can remember, I've always been drawing. Um, and my parent, my mom has been always super supportive of me. Um, uh, she used to work in the library when I was a kid, like the public library. So I didn't have any friends. I just <laughs> lived in the library. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, like I said, children's books. I read a lot of manga when I was younger. And yeah. So good. I'm loving this. Yeah. Library kid, manga. Library kid. And then, like, you know, I would read all the comics that I could understand, you know, like Garfield and like I read Garfield Calvin like Hobbes. a motherfucker yeah. as a kid. Didn't know it sucked. Didn't know it sucked until <laughs> right. I got way older. But, like, you just love it. Yeah. Just... I was like, there's pictures! Oh, uh, right? There's pictures! Somebody draw these pictures! I draw did it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I. That's kind of how it started. I was, and, um, you know, being an anime nerd, it really influences you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But that being said, I feel like the stuff that you create doesn't, and I mean this in a good way, uh-huh. doesn't feel like something that comes from someone that was raised on a diet of anime. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. No, because uh, it's not like I'm consciously trying to, like, stray away from that, but I I'm not. I don't really watch anime anymore, and I don't read manga anymore. And I guess that's not in like my main influence. Yeah. Um, and um, at a certain point, like I went to school and I wanted to do like editorial illustration and stuff. So I was trying to be refined. <laughs> and now I don't give a fuck. I'm just like, uh, just gonna draw whatever. Yeah. So um, I guess. Was there a specific thing that drew you away from editorial, or were you just, like you said, it was kind of a natural thing? Or? Naturally. I mean, I'm still down to do it. I just don't think, um, I think it's something that I'll always struggle with is like, what is your style? What are you known for? You know, how are you? I'm known for do- tiny hands and big feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I draw people looking sideways. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know. That's, I, I get. I get bored doing one thing all the time. Um, so I, I think that makes me come across as being, um, like, you can't, I'm not dependable. Like, if you hire mm. me to do something, you don't know what you're going to get, you know? Mm. <laughs> so that's my my issue right now. Do you feel um, like that's an issue, like, across genre, or just in terms of you breaking into having a steady career as a, latter, uh, Yeah. yeah. Uh, for me, like if I'm just doing whatever I want, I I have fun with it. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you do uh, you do a lot of them conventions. Them conventions. Them conventions. Yeah, dude. Uh, um, how did you start doing conventions? Just with Zine Life, man. Yeah. Dad Zine Life, though. Dad Zine Life, though. Um, yeah, uh, it's crazy. I wrote it all down the other day, and I was like, oh, shit, I kind of did a lot, because this is relatively new in my life, um, conventions and zines and stuff. So uh, L.A. Zine Fest, Orange County Zine Fest, Long Beach Zine Fest, East Bay. Um, is that Was it? there more? Claremont? Were you at Claremont? No, I wasn't. Uh. I guess uh, since it's been the second year of all of these things, it just feels like a lot more. But, um, yeah. No, that's yeah. a, that's a lot of conventions. Yeah, I mean, it's um, more conventions than some people have ever even been to. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been awesome. Tabling is it's kind of exhausting because you are on like you have to be on, you have to be you all day and be stoked about your work all day, and which is great. And it's so fulfilling to meet people who um, 
are genuinely interested and appreciate and you could talk to people, connect with people about art or whatever, you know, anything. Um, for every person that kind of walks by and kind of ignores you, you know, like, <laughs> you know. I call those people out. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Although I'm more the aggressive type of, yeah. I'm like, what's up? You want to look at this shit? Come here. Come here. What's up? Fuck you. Just fuck you. Throw bigot. 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 <laughs> that last part's not true. It is a little bit, though. Uh, yeah. It is a little bit. <laughs> but then you also make, like, BFFs with people all the time there, so. It's true. Bigots and BFFs. <laughs> oh, my God. Can we make a book called Bigots and BFFs? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, like, uh, it's like, uh, it's a buddy comedy book about two people on the convention circuit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so into it. Yeah. What's, uh, what's been your most positive convention experience? Damn, that's hard. Uh, Long Beach is always fun because I'm like, this is my hood. I mean, this is my home. Um, but I, I understood the colloquial inference <laughs> of this is my hood. No, let's break it down more. <laughs> um, uh, honestly, I want to say, which pains me, Orange County. Why, do, why does it pain you? Because... You hate Orange County? I don't, I kind of don't like Orange County. Like, I mm. I love everyone that I met from Orange County. I just don't like being there sometimes. Mm. Um, just Where are you from originally? The Valley. Mm. Maybe it reminds me too much, too much of, the of the Valley. Too much of the Valley, yeah. Mm. Like, but, like, classier, you know? <laughs> bougie Valley. Yeah, Bougie Valley. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, because uh, you know why? Because it was so intimate. It was so small. and you. But it was still, it wasn't like those, like, like, I'm doing a show this weekend oh. in Ontario that I have a feeling. Zen and Meat in Ontario, okay. yeah. yeah. I have a feeling mm. that that show is going to be like me and four other people. I didn't even know it was a show. I thought it was just like a hangout. <laughs> Don't know. Going to find out when I get there. Cool. Uh, Saturday, 9 a.m., load-in time. Going to discover then what's the deal. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, OC was really great because yeah. it was it was just big enough to feel like a fuckload of people yeah. gathered, but just small enough so it wasn't like, oh god. Yeah, exactly. There's not like hordes of people crowding your table and like uh, people can actually get to your table. Yeah, and you could actually have a conversation with someone who comes by. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like this weird rush thing, and mm-hmm. you have to like. I was I re- um I watched that video you posted about um, that guy talking about like convention etiquette yeah saying like put this conversation on pause talk to another person like yeah sometimes i feel like i'm unintentionally rude because at bigger you know conventions or zine fest just because i'm like i'm scatterbrained i can't talk to a million people at once you know yeah um and there i'm not saying necessarily like i'm not i'm so popular i'm being flooded with people, no but, but it's, it's just, not about that it's yeah, the fact that there's just, just twenty five thousand people yeah, in a room that's intended for ten thousand people exactly yeah so yeah um but um, East Bay Zine Fest was fucking cool because um, just Bay Area, they they know, zine culture is crazy up there. You know, mm-hmm. they know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm actually really yeah. surprised, just in general, like both up there and here yeah. in LA, what a vibrant zine culture there is. Like, yeah. there's yeah. before I kind of started making zines and yeah. going to shows and selling comics and zines and stuff, I didn't really know that the zine scene was that big here yeah yeah like it doesn't feel there's a dog staring at us through that window hey dog 
Hey, dog. Yo, dog. That dog looks very sad and like he's looking for someone. That's his bed, I think. Yeah. <laughs> you, should we let him in? Was that a no, Aristotle? <laughs> Aristotle <laughs> refuses like a, to speak. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, they'd be like, I don't go fuck about that dog. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I didn't know that there was a, <laughs> such a vibrant like zine yeah. scene. Even just like the show Aristotle organizes zine mail. Zine mail. Like just the fact that there's a thing that happens every yeah. three months ish is like it's fucking Sh- awesome. <laughs> it's great. No, it's great. Like just yeah. the fact that that's even a thing. Like, when I lived in Arizona, I would have killed for that. Yeah. Just that alone, let alone all the other shows. Right. If I had known earlier about, you know, the culture of all this, then I would have been all in it way beforehand, you know? You but, think so? Yeah. I, I, the first Zine Fest I went to was uh, the LA Zine Fest 2014 or 13. No, 13. Mm. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> These are my people. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. absolutely. You know that feeling. That's how I felt at CILA when I went the first year. I still need to go. <gasps> it's the fucking best. Yeah. It is so cool. That convention is so great and it's so small and intimate and it's like a murderer's row of everyone I give a shit about. <laughs> it's like Pharaoh Dalrymple, fucking Hope Larson, fucking Corey Lewis, Brian Fukushima, like every cool weirdo indie cartoonist that makes shit is there. And it's fucking great. It's fucking great. Um, and one day I will have a table there. <laughs> I thought you... No, we didn't get one. Yeah. No. They don't like us. It's okay. They don't like they us. They will like you. They will like me, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have any tips or tricks for people that do tips convention? Tips To make things better, to apply, any of that kind of stuff? Um... Uh, I think I had some friends that just had their first zine fest or convention recently, and I think sometimes you get too in your head about what something is supposed to be. Like, I did that when I was working on your comic book, uh, or, you know, I was like, I don't know what a comic is supposed to be, I don't think I'm doing this right, you know, but um, I think just make what you want to make, and um, don't worry about what people will buy. You know, if you're doing conventions for money, then you're fucking retarded. Like you're just you're doing it because you love to. You know, mm-hmm. so focus on what you want to make, how you want to get it done, and be be happy about it. You know, um, represent yourself and your creation, and be proud of it. Um, and make stuff that you really believe in you know Mm -hmm. like um i think people respond really well to that you can't hide that at all Mm -hmm. Um, yeah genuine enthusiasm goes a long way yeah (laughs) no it really does it's so weird how people at those shows i don't think this is a lot of people i think most of the people in zine culture are Mm -hmm. super fucking down to earth and way rad and like just chill as fuck yeah some people very small minority have a stick up their ass and are super fucking weird about shit. Yeah. Every once in a while, there's that one douchebag, and you're like, you know, you're kind of shitty. Moving on to the next person. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Don't be that person. Yeah, just don't. Just don't be that guy. Or girl. Don't be that human. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a good thing. Mm -mm. Mm Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Do you have any uh, negative zine experiences? (laughs) 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 What do you think's super crazy? Fuck, I can't even... It's tough. Um, no. Okay. No, That's a good thing. Really, That's yeah. great. 
For the most part, I've met only like really rad people. Um, got a lot of like new friends and people I wouldn't have met otherwise. Yeah, or, like, yeah. Like random jobs too. Like I got, I met um, the director of that one theater at LA Zine Fest, and I got to do some gig posters for him. Oh, cool. cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember those. Yeah. What was the name of the theater again? Um, the Steve Allen Theater. Right. And he does the Trepany House. Mm-hmm. Um, they have Mark Marin there right now. Weird. And Bill Burr. Yeah. Get it. I know. I'm Are you doing the poster for no, that? No, no. You, but you did the poster for, uh, which is the Kids in the Hall dude that you did? Fuck me. Are Kevin. You, Kevin McDonald? McDonald? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He had like a music event or something? He had like a little, <laughs> a little, no. He had a variety show. Was, a variety show. Cool. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I can't even think about anything negative. Um, I mean, that's good. That's not the point. Yeah. The point is not to be negative or anything. I was just curious <laughs> yeah. if there was something crazy that had Any happened to you. crazy stories? Yeah. I, I have a cool story. Um, I, I does, it, does it involve that weird weed house that we went to that your sister was living at? Oh, my God. That was awesome. Oh, my God. My sister lives in Oakland. She doesn't live in Oakland anymore. Oh, really? Um, she lives in the mountains now. <sighs> I want to see what that... <laughs> Does she live in a compound? Shut up. <laughs> I don't know. She sent me a photo of her um, door to her bedroom, and it wasn't even a doorknob. It was an antler. Oh, and yes. And I was like, all right. Get it. Get it, girl. Um, yeah, uh... I, I don't I didn't catch their names because it was so crazy there, but um, there was this uh, zine collective at um, the last LA Zine Fest, and they had um, all like DIY like Xerox zines about like skateboarding culture and like, um, you know, feminism and mm-hmm. shit like that. I was like hell yeah, so I was like, looking through one, and then um, the girl there was like, hey, like, do you skate? I'm like. Yeah, but not really well. I don't know tricks or anything. I just have fun when I can, you know. And she's like, "Here, take this." And she gave me like a like not like a stack, but like a bunch of fucking awesome like skateboarding zines. And I was like, "What? <laughs> you? What? That's like so. It's like things like that that make me feel like there are so many different types of people here, and all people are welcome." You know? Yeah, and absolutely. Like, and I think yeah. that's something that's super, super positive about the scene i don't know yeah. about other places in the country but here yeah. in la yeah. it's like everybody is fucking welcome yeah. and i've only ever seen one person be shitty online and it yeah. was like a i'm not actually sure if he was really being shitty it was a straight white guy saying that straight white guys are being discriminated against <laughs> in the zine scene here in la and i oh. i kind of don't think he's being serious i think that was like somebody trolling on the yeah. internet yeah yeah but people fuck that guy yeah fuck that guy so hard um that being said I'm, the scene's fucking super positive. Yeah. Everybody's really, really nice. Um, yeah. I personally have never run into anything yeah. weird like that. Um, every time we've gotten rejected from a convention, it's like, oh, I probably didn't you put mean, that we sell enough zines. Yeah, you make a way, you find a <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's also something that a lot of people are scared of, mm-hmm. where it's like, if I apply and they reject me, I'll never be able to do anything. Right. And it's like, yeah, yeah you just, no, 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 you just do it the next time. There's exactly. a shitload of conventions. Yeah. Um, well, at least there are here in, in California. Mm-hmm. Um, just keep making stuff. Fuck yeah, just yeah. keep making stuff. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, you as an individual before we oh, part ways. Oh, <laughs> uh, what, what, uh, what was life like in the valley growing up? Life in the valley. Um, what do you want to know? Uh, it 
is boring as fuck. I was one of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I guess I was always a loner, you know? Like, I didn't really fit in with anybody. So I was one of those kids that, like, went to high school and I was like, I can't get the fuck out. Like, I can't wait to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So I didn't really, you know, immerse myself in anything. I was just kind of, like, ghosting around, mm-hmm. you know? I didn't really have a life in the valley. But I love it because it's my home, you know, in a way. Really? Just like, you don't you don't feel resentful? Cuz I don't I you're a bigger person than I am. Every time I go back to Arizona, I'm like, fuck uh, this place. Yeah, I mean, there's that, but there's nostalgia, you know. Hmm. I guess. No. no? I don't know. No? I really have no okay. nostalgia for that place. <laughs> if my parents didn't live there, I straight up would never go there. Okay. Ever again. Yeah. Okay. But that's just me. I'm a small person when it comes to stuff like that. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, I remember when uh, when this one guy called me faggot and beat me up behind the trash cans in high school. Oh, that was great. Yeah. That, was a lot, that was a great time. I'm just going to... Good just, times. Good times. <laughs> I don't have anything quite like that from the Valley, mm. but um, it was just... It was just always feeling like you're not anything. Like, like I think I wasn't Korean enough for the Korean crowd. I wasn't like white enough for like white people or anything like even Mm. when i was like um in a school where it was more diverse i was like it's like are you in honors or non-honors you know that was an actual yeah it's like there's always some kind of like divisive thing and it's not really that big there i just i think i put it on myself like i'm like i just don't fit in anywhere like just like an emo person i felt that i mean i felt that same fucking way yeah so the um, same way yeah um for me, though, I think it's more like, I think it's what you're saying in terms yeah. of, you know, you, you put that stuff on yourself. Because, yeah. like, during high school or towards the end of high school and the beginning of college, I started to convince myself that I was, like, antisocial and, like, couldn't talk to <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Like, I, I would tell myself, like, I don't know how to talk to people. I'm so awkward. Like, Ye- no, I'm not. I'm really, like, I could talk to a fucking could, brick wall. Like you said, yeah. Yeah, like, legitimately, yeah. like. I'm... You're not awkward. I am fucking... You're not awkward around me. But you could talk to a wall. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But that's what I mean. Like, I yeah. think that at, at a certain point... I think part of that's the kind of, like, tortured artist thing. Where for yeah. me, personally, yeah, I was no. like, I, in order to be a great cartoonist, I must be tortured. Yep. And I still... I kind of get like that, too, these days, also. Really? I'm like, yeah, still? yeah. Mm. Like, how do you shake that stuff off, or are you still working with that? Um, still working on it. Mm. Yeah, uh, I'm just when I go through shit, I I have to draw it out until I'm just fucking tired and I can't think anymore about whatever yeah. bullshit's in my head, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I need to find other outlets too, you know. I recommend cocaine. I, you know, I think I'll take you up on that. Cool, yeah. sweet. When you come over to my house to collect your books, you can. Take one of my bags of cocaine. Nose party. Nose party. Nose party. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds so innocent. That's okay. uh, none of that's true. I don't condone recreational drug use. It was a yoke. Um, yeah. What uh, What was your education in the arts like? Or are you mostly self taught but have a degree? Or would you consider yourself formally educated? How do you self define? I would say. Educated, formally educated, because I did go to college and got my degree. Um, yeah. 
Do you like that? Is that a, does that uh, is it a positive thing? Is it no, because it sounds so badass when someone's like, oh, "I was self-taught and they're amazing," you know. And then when you learn that someone uh, went to school for it, and you're like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> Which is funny because I think probably most self-taught people are like, "Man, my shoe would be so much better if I had gone to school." I gone to school, yeah. And everybody, every it's grass is always greener situation. Yeah, everybody always thinks yeah. that way. No, but I I don't regret my schooling at all. I loved it, and yeah. Yeah, most of your social network is from school, right? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of you guys still keep in touch, which is good for me because I moved here with no friends. Oh, okay. And then uh-huh. just became friends with all your friends. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. It's so true. Yeah. I am friends with probably what eighty percent of your guys' graduating class. <laughs> Like a lot yeah, of those, yeah. a lot I of mean, those kids. Nicole was a little before me, but yeah, I'm friends with them too because of her. Right. Yeah. She's just a bridge. It's a bridge, yeah. man. Yeah. No, that's you guys were the first kind of like, or maybe the second, because mm-hmm. the first click I found yeah. here in LA was like the drink and draw kids okay. from Casey's. Yeah. And then from that, I met Cat, and from Cat, I met Nicole, and from Nicole, I met all you guys. Okay. Um, and also Clay, who went to school with you guys, was like the second artist on Action Hospital, oh, who shit. I met on Craigslist. Oh, yeah! Did you have an ad? That I had said... put out an ad, yeah, and was like, "Hey, I'm trying to make a webcomic. Anybody want to draw some stuff for a free?" Fuck yeah! <laughs> I was that shitty dude. Uh, I was that shitty dude. No. And fucking uh, Clay was like, "Yeah, I'll do it. Fuck it. I'm not doing anything." And uh, he drew. I think he's drawn three Mallory Sloan issues now. Uh, and yeah, I didn't know until like probably four or five, six mm-hmm. months into. Uh, being friends with all you guys that you guys all knew each other. And it's like weird, small world! <laughs> 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 it just gets way more depressing. No, no, it's, it's great. And you can connect with all yeah. of us. Uh, yes. Now you should talk about uh, the evils of people who put out Craigslist ads and say you want to work for free. <laughs> <laughs> Never work for free. Never work Never for free. Never work for free. Never work for free unless it's with me. <laughs> I totally worked. No, no, no. Yeah, I know. For no, free. I know. That's yeah. it's it's so hard though. Like even know. I I mean I'm an artist, yeah. I know. And like it's so Unless you believe in it. Yeah. And and oh, that that's the thing. That's one of the things I learned in school. There's a trifecta of uh, love, exposure, money, mm-hmm. and whichever you're leaning more heavily on in that triangle, um, you know, you make your executive decisions based on that. So for your project, it was love, you know, mm-hmm. maybe a little exposure. exposure. Yeah, but money is like money's you know, not going to happen. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And not to break that to you just now after the project's done. But <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to make any money. No I money. Don't care. Um. Yeah, I think that that's something, though, that a lot of people either on on the outside of Mm -hmm. creator culture, I don't think a lot of people understand that. Yeah. Where there's still a weird gap of like, but it's, you could just do it, though. Yeah. Like, fuck you. It's my skill. Right. Like, this is what I pay the bills with. Mm -hmm. Pay me, motherfucker. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there's also like this weird gap of like, no one, straight up no one is going to get paid to draw commercially right out of school right. unless you're like Vic Donai or something yeah. super crazy yeah. there's a, an exception for every rule but no one's gonna get hired to do that 
um, because you're not good yet because you don't have any experience yeah. and you need to get experience and working for free sometimes is a good way to get experience. However, right. most of the time people are trying to take advantage of you. Exactly. And I, I don't know what the fix for that is. I, Just I, laying down the law right out, right out of school, you know, like value yourself, value your time and your skills and don't ask for like an obscene amount of money, but it's like, you know, let them know you have your standards. But yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think they're also just in the, in terms of comics. Yeah. Not editorial illustration, not mm-hmm. illustration, not uh, storyboarding, but specifically comics. Right. There needs to be a union. Yeah. There needs to be like a DGA style union. Yeah, it's definitely. bullshit that everybody works for hire and they don't get residuals and their ideas are taken. Uh, I, I, the system is fundamentally broken. Um, and I, it's, there needs to be a fucking union. I'm surprised that there isn't. They've tried multiple yeah. times and every time it's failed. Um, but that's okay. I'm here. Sup, sup, baby girls. We're going to make a union. (laughs) 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 Yes. Uh, No, for real though, that is like a weird, like life goal of mine personally is like, no, we need a fucking union and I'm going to do this. Yeah. I don't know when that's going to happen. I think I probably need a little bit more of a name than Mm -hmm. that guy who made that one book on Kickstarter with his friends. Right. But, um, like there needs to be creator rights there needs to be royalties there needs to be incentives for if you create a new character and it gets used in a movie right there needs to be um incentives and royalties for if you your artwork gets used on a fucking t-shirt at target like there just yeah. does it's just it's bullshit the way that it's set up right now um but now i'm gonna get off my uh, little podium no no that was great i don't know I, that's something I'm super passionate about that I think not a lot of people talk about right now because yeah. so many people are just conditioned to see things the way that they are. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's terrible. Yeah. It's absolutely terrible. Page rates are too low right now. Mm-hmm. Um, creator rights, while there's a big boom for creator-owned comics, people working in the big two are still just getting fucked left, right, and center. Um, I don't know. Gotta look out for your own. You know, yeah, you know? which is not the way it should be. It should be we should all look out for each other. Yeah. Not... Well, I know that Alan Moore got fucked on Watchmen, but I really need to pay rent, so I'm going to make before mm-hmm. Watchmen Rorschach 2, Electric Boogaloo. Like, that... <laughs> fuck, man. <laughs> fuck. No. 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 <laughs> um, where, uh, where can people find you on the internet, friend? Friend. They can find me, uh... On Instagram. Mm-hmm. On the Shrimpstagram? What's on your Shrimpstagram? Shrimpstagram. It's Bacon Bits. It's B-A-E-C-O-N, because my last name is Bay. Fuck yeah, it is. Is there... Bacon a, underscore bits. I was going to say, is there mm-hmm. an underscore in there? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I have a website. It's ellenmariebay.com. And you can find me on the Facebook. You're not going to find me on the Twitters or you're the not a Snapchats. You're not a, not a fan lines. of... Not a fan of Twitter? I just can't get into it. Yeah. But then I delete it, and every time I want to rant about something, I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't have Twitter anymore. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I... Yeah, yeah. I, I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. I'm back on it right now, mm-hmm. but it's a very begrudging back on it. <laughs> I go back and forth. Yeah. I, there's, like, six months on, two years off, six months... Yeah. I really don't like Twitter. Yeah. I love Instagram, though. Yeah. And like the culture fun. on Instagram's really fun, too. Yeah, like the so zine. Many cool people. Yeah, me, yeah. too. There's so many cool zinesters and... Mm-hmm. So many cool, weird, straight-edge kids that I'm friends with. And, like, yeah. yeah, it's really fun to, like, I feel like there's 
specifically on Instagram because you can attach someone's photo? Specifically, like, the cute straight-edge girls where it's just, like, selfies <laughs> nonstop. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Where it's like, oh, I know who you are, as opposed to Twitter where it's like, you know somebody's opinions right. or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, that's the guy that hates insert thing here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like I like the Shrimpstagram a lot. Yeah. How do you feel about their new uh, app icon? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the rainbows. Das uh, Rainbow. Das Rainbow. I mean, um, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm, not a, I'm not a fan either. Yeah. No. I, I liked the the. the vintage kind of feel. Yeah, I like the weird very, camera and the little yeah. rainbow. and yeah, yeah, I loved it. I mean, as with everything, we'll get used to it. You know, remember when they started changing Facebook really frequently and oh, everyone man. would be up in arms about it? Like, why is this like this? You know, yeah. but people will get used to it and then they'll change it again. And then they'll change it again. Yeah. Such is life. Mm, yeah. uh, thanks for being on the show, friend. Thanks, friend. I it was had, f- fun to be here. Yeah, I had, <laughs> had fun talking to you about the things. Oh, all the things. <laughs> all the things. Zing, zing, zing. Zing, zing, zing. Zing, zing, zing.